Yeah. Oh, oh fucking hell. Sorry about that. Callum um, and Sam are eating, by the way, everyone. Shut up. It's a mukbang. You fucking freak. Jesus, what's so, um, wrong with you? Yeah, welcome back to the newest episode of Sage Joust. Episode 19. 19. Still legal. Still, no one's had sex with us yet. <laughs> it makes me sad. In a week. <laughs> it's the 23rd of May, 1963. Is it? GFK is going to get assassinated. <laughs> it's Cine Joust. Q titles. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I can tell, Brad, yeah. you're very uncomfortable. That's really hot. It's, it's, it's really just, hot. <laughs> I just can hear the occasional munch, and it's oh, it's lovely. I'm enjoying it, so, and I hope the audience is enjoying it too. Yeah, you should have gotten yourself something to eat. I man. should have, but uh, hey ho, yeah, I'm broke. Oh, he's put the hat on backwards. That means business now, baby. <laughs> so, um, how are we all doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm hungry. I can tell. I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> well, he's had one chip. Um, Callum, how are you? I'm alright. Good. Need a wash, but other than that. <laughs> so I fell asleep as soon as I got in last night and I woke up just in time to leave. And uh, Lucy, how are you doing? I'm good. Alright. Yeah. Lucy's here. Yeah. Again. Can't fucking get rid of her. Yeah, Brad's Brad's very unhappy about it. Yeah, well, um, I hate her. She give Haxel, Haxel Ridge a fucking three out... Five, five or whatever it was. What? Three point five out of five. You're incorrect. <laughs> you, just because you fucking drop your pants at Richard Curtis and you're like, oh, love actually. Right ah! then, right then, right then. Thanks. Let's move on before we all cry. <laughs> so, um, what's a what's a topic of conversation today? Well, before we get in, I've got a joke for everyone. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> right, are we ready for this? Yeah, uh, sure. What's worse than ants in your pants? Your uncle in your boxer shorts. <laughs> It's one of those things, right? That brings us to the end of this episode. It's one of those things, right? Brad keeps on bringing in a new a new joke per episode. He just he he comes in blank. Yeah. And we have no idea what it was. And you fucking got it. <laughs> That's shocking. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, uh, fair enough after Manchester by the Sea comment from me. Mm. So, it's to be expected. So, um, any movie news? This week? I think there is, but I can't remember. Yeah, me neither. Mm. Yeah, my mind's kind of gone blank. Uh, I don't think there's anything massive. This is what happens when we record episodes early. Yeah, uh, we're not doing it on our usual day, which is weird. We had two hours to kill, and we're like, fuck it. Yeah. Let's record Sony Joast. Why not? But well, it's coming out to you at the usual time, but you yeah. already know this. Yeah, this is coming out on Sunday. At what does your name mean? Oh, uh, yeah, because you did this, didn't you? Yeah. Um, Mine means dove. No shit's that. Well, I might, might as well just uh, search it up. What was mine again? Was it an iron board? No, it was like the broad clearing in a wood. A broad clearing yeah, in a wood. Yeah, an iron board, otherwise known as. <laughs> Sam's just giving it a quick Google. Uh, I'm having a look. What do you mean, like, fierce warrior or something like that, and we got the short end of the stick? Are you okay? No. <laughs> you just thought you were looking up into this fucking roof. All right, um... I feel like I'm on the wrong website because it's just saying that Samuel's so sweet and shit, and I don't mm. believe it. No, I don't believe it either. Yeah, me either. Um, <coughs> I mean, I've got, like, the Hebrew meaning, but, you know, fuck that. Who's your favourite character from Coronation Street? You can have all time, don't have to still be there. Uh, I've got a top three. I didn't ask for that. Alright. You, you can have one of mine, so you can give top two. Okay. Uh, Ken Barlow and David Platt. Love those two. But Ken Barlow's... Ken Bolo's left Coronation Street. My after... mum, I don't care. My mum likes to tell me I look like David Platt. I don't like it. Let's have a look in your face. Let's have a look. Yeah, let's have a look well, on this close audio. Your eyes. On this yeah. audio format. You know what my face looks like. You know what David Platt's face looks like. I, I, but see, I'm only looking at you from a side angle. This currently. is a heart attack in a box. This is <laughs> what have you got there, dirty fries? Loaded fries. Loaded fries. I think it's just a lot of like dinner lady vag juice rubbed into some chips. <laughs> Uh, my favourite was Norris. Norris Cole. Puts himself about, doesn't he, where he shouldn't be. What a legend. <laughs> Ian McKellen was in Coronation Street once. Was he? Mm. Shit. Um, Did you play Magneto? I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation, I just want to understand, sir. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, you're approximately 65 years old. Right. 
and your wife's dead. You've got three kids, whichever genders you want them to be, and whichever genders they want themselves to be. Which yeah. 20, 2019, 2020. Well, it, it, well, it's at the age of 65, it'll be like 20-something, 20-40. Don't talk back to eight. me. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, she's dead. Yeah. yeah. You're in the house by yourself. They're fucked off. Two, are, two of them are architects. One of them's a porn star, your kids, right? You're not proud of any of them. Oh. <laughs> um, you want them all to be wrestlers. So... <laughs> A bit lonely, obviously, in your, your big house. You've got a pond in the back garden. It used to be full of fish, but the cat scrammed them. And you've got a big bush, and you pay a nice little <laughs> nice little Frenchman to come round and cut your grass every two weeks. What's his name? He's called Pierre. Okay. Used to be a maitre d', but he got sacked for sex trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, you get to the point after about a year and a half, you're like, I need to, need to, get, need to get funky with some dames. <laughs> so you think to yourself, I need to, I need to get out of here, do something else. So you sit your kids down Christmas Day, 2067. And you go, Barbara, Jules, Podrake. I need the, they're the names of your kids. Barbara's sure. the porn star. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 52 a day. So you sit them down, you're like, I think I'm going to have to uh, go and get myself a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you going to go, Dad? They go, you go, I'm going to have to go to a different country and get one. <laughs> they're politically incorrect names of Thai Bride. Uh-huh. But we're, just so everyone understands what we're talking about, but I don't think you can say that anymore. A nah. uh, uh, lady of leisure looking for love through currency mm. is what we'll call them. So off you go to Thailand, <laughs> go to the office, you meet uh, the man who runs it, and you're like, uh, what have you got to offer these women? And you just got a lot of love and a big cock. <laughs> and it, it's, good, it's good enough for him, it's good enough for the girls. So you start going on dates, don't speak a word of English, you don't speak a word of French, Thai. Yeah. I suppose that's what to speak. Yeah. So, uh, you sat there on a date with one of them. She's 50. I don't know what her name is. I haven't met her yet. And you don't understand each other. You've got a translator sat there. You say to her, would you let me put it in your bum? That gets translated, and then she replies with the only bit of English she knows, yes. She might not even know if that's the right answer, what she means, but she says yes. So, you go back to the hotel, and you put it in a bum. And... You turn around, no no depression at all. You just look at her and you go, I want to marry you. She goes, all right. So you get married that day and you bring her back home. And then, so Christmas 2068, mm-hmm. you you and your new... <laughs> <laughs> and your new wife are there with all the kids around and a new kid now because you got her pregnant. But, you, you, I mean, all of the vicars told you you couldn't get pregnant by bum sex when you were a kid, when you were a little <laughs> choir boy. And you believed him, and that's why you've done it. But then, lo and behold, out comes a child. Um, it doesn't look like you either. <laughs> so, you fully grown adult children are sat there with your new infant child, not happy about the decision that they've got a new brother, mm-hmm. and very angry at you for tarnishing the dead mother's legacy. But you're in love, or you think you are. Yeah. You just like the company, and she likes the money that you're paying for her. Sure. Now, you've sacked Pierre, and she cuts the grass now. By the time you're on your deathbed, 2095, you've got another four kids to her. All of them don't look like you and all of them don't look like each other. We don't know what she gets always, up to when she goes always out. Always bum sex. All, only bum sex, exclusively. exclusively yeah. yeah. Usually her putting it in yours. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, jeez. And... It's Thailand. Your, your adult kids, two of them are dead now. <laughs> are we cutting that out? <laughs> nah, leave it in. It's yeah, it's fine, isn't it? They've done it in the hangover. We can do it on the <laughs> Um... So yeah, you've now got five, five, six, carry the two, seven, <laughs> seven kids. Right, sure. And the the, the oldest three have like just they fell out with you basically. Yeah. They don't, I'm not going to speak to you anymore. They're like you, you, this is wrong. You, she doesn't love you, and she like you say, I know what she does. I know what she loves me. So what I'm trying to say is, what do you think of the economic crisis going on in Greece? Are you fucking having a laugh? Oh, God, that was like six minutes or something like that. Jesus Christ. I mean... I mean, well, they did it to themselves, you know. They shouldn't have hosted the Olympics and... You know know what it is as well? They don't care either. They think it's funny, and so do I. (laughs) But, no, we'll go back to the point. Okay. Your wife's dead. Would you get yourself a a woman paid to love you? No. Um, No, I'd like to think I'd have some sort of dignity to it, but at the same time, like, I mean, the way that you pitched it to me was so... I don't know, alluring, charming, yeah, lovely. Yeah, there was there was there was a there's a fascination with it. So uh, I don't know. I guess I'll just keep my options open. 
talking about keeping your options open, the Greasy Strangler. Oh my god. That was a good segue. <laughs> well done. Yeah. What? Uh, just for anyone's interested, I'd pay for a woman. Yeah. Lucy? Would you pay for a man would, slash woman? Would you pay for uh, a woman? No. That's the question. Mm. Would you would you would you be paid for? Ooh, she's oh, thinking about she yes, she would. Those. She's <laughs> yours for a bag of chips. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's your address, Lucy? Tell the people and come round. That is classified information. No, I'm glad you never said it. You've thought you were stupid. Yeah, that would, that, we would have had we would have had to cut that. Um, out. So do you want to give a bit of a plot behind the Greasy Strangler? Oh, I do. I'm glad you asked this. What <laughs> is the plot to Greasy Strangler? <sighs> right. He's so, smiling, by the way. <laughs> Big Ronnie runs a disco walking service in wherever he lives, unspecified, alternate universe. And he shows people around places such as where Cool and the gang took a shit. <laughs> and that's what, but everywhere's closed down. It seems like there's no one in this town except him and some really obscure, like, five people who he murders. Yeah. Um, spoilers, by, by the way. way. Yeah. Um, so, Big Ronnie has a son, Big Braden, and they live together. And, and I'll just hide this. There's a technician walking past. I want to see my, my chips. <laughs> We both gave each other the same look. We were just like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, Big Runny, Big Braden live together. The mum ran away when they were young because Braden shits the bed and she didn't want to be dealing with that because once he shut down her leg. And now they, they run the walking, the disco walking service together. And then one day, a very beautiful woman comes to the disco walking service and they both develop an interest in her. Uh, she goes for Braden. They go out on a date and they become an item. Mm-hmm. And uh, Big Ronnie tries to steal her from him with various ways. He takes her to the disco with crutchless, with a crutchless sequin disco outfit. Yeah, with his massive penis hanging out. Yeah, you see a lot of it. You do, and yeah, he steals her. And then to the backdrop to this, there's a man, a serial killer on the loose, known as the Greasy Strangler, who goes around and strangles people covered head to toe in grease. Yeah. Various ways, punches him in the face. Like one punch kills him, puts him through a vendor machine, that kills him. And then obviously the classic strangulation. Strangle. Until the eyes pop out. Big Ronnie is the greasy strangler. And he admits this in the first scene. Yeah, but it's, all, it's still a ooh. It's still a ooh. And Bullshit artist. They get, a, they get a private investigator to come round because Big Braden suspects that his dad, Big Ronnie, is the greasy strangler. But the investigator is Big Ronnie dressed up in disguise as what is his name pierre or i have no idea yeah he has a long really long acrylic billy eilish style nails and a necktie and that's enough to disguise him and he's got like fake teeth with braces in fake, yeah braces yeah and so he goes around and he says your dad's not the greasy strangler i've already found out so he throws him off the scent and um big big Braden realizes that his dad is in fact the greasy strangler and he decides to go into the cupboard where he keeps the grease, dive in, become another greasy strangler. He goes, I think, with the intention to kill his dad, who is on a date with Janet, who is his, who is Big Braden's ex-girlfriend. And when he goes to the cinema, Big Ronnie's strangling Janet, and Big Braden joins in. Her eyes pop out, she dies, and then it's like, now there's two greasy stranglers. And they go... <laughs> It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Greasy Strangler, everyone. Uh, Big Braden's mum lives with Ricky Prickles, <laughs> who doesn't like Braden, and uh, his dad always threatened him with eviction for all the little shitty things he's done to keep him in line. And he said, "You're gonna have to go and live with Ricky Prickles." And he said, "I'm never gonna live with Ricky Prickles." So they both plot together to go and murder Ricky Prickles, which they do successfully. They pull his ears off, and blood falls out. And they climb up a hill, and they look over the hill. As the greasy stranglers, and the their normal versions of the self are on stakes, almost being crucified by three men who were like, and they shoot them, and then the the velocity of the gunshots makes the heads explode, and confetti and sequins pour out of the heads, mm-hmm. whilst the greasy strangler versions of them look on at their own dead bodies, and then what do they just like walk off into? They just walk over a hill, yeah. they point a stick at the camera, and they cut to black, and then that's it. That's the greasy strangler. So. Um, if Give me disco dance and big Ronnie. So if our uh, the uh, intro um, with a hypothetical situation that uh, Callum put us in was enough to deter you, then I, I feel like it's safe to say you probably this movie isn't for you. No, um, not in the slightest. It, <laughs> it's Jesus. it because 
it does give off the impression that it's making a huge amount of effort to be the worst film ever made. You could say that, yeah. Yeah. Because, um, like, I mean, <clears throat> I was expecting some some levels of intentional shit in there, but I wasn't expecting so much... <laughs> I wasn't expecting so much, like, porn at level of yeah. acting in the movie. <laughs> and it's just... The goal of the director was to encourage you to turn off as the film progressed. Yeah. Wow. And I think, it, you know, it, it achieves that, but as we were watching it in the cinema, couldn't turn off. I mean, yeah. it wouldn't turn off. Yeah. Well, actually, when we were in the cinema, because we booked it out, um, we had an interesting uh, visitor. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Just really s- weird. Some some guy opens the door, he looks in, sees like four people watching a movie, and he's like, oh, no, better not. Then like a minute later, he comes back in, he sits in the cinema, he's there for about 30 seconds, and each of us taking turns to look at him and laugh, just like very confused he about... He was also on the phone. Yeah. yeah, let's not forget the greasy stranglers on as well. Yeah. And it's a very intense full frontal sex scene yeah and he sits there on the phone I don't know what he was expecting to be able to hear while he's sat in the cinema yeah takes it all in we take him in laugh at him yeah and he just gets up and walks out again and we don't know we don't know why he came in we don't know who this man is yeah because we we were in the cinema like you know pretty late uh, like at the time where nobody else is expected to be there yeah and this guy just shows up as if he was late for his Monday morning lecture. <laughs> fucking like, weird. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and <laughs> I think that guy, that guy, I was really, I was really um, curious to see if he was going to stick out for the entire movie. That like, would weird. And then at the end of the movie, I was just very, I was going to be like, all right, so who the hell are you? <laughs> I think we just made him feel very uncomfortable and decided to leave. No, well, I don't think we did. I think the fact that what was playing on screen made him feel uncomfortable. Well, given that each of us took took a, took turns to look look at him, look perplexed, and then just laugh at each other. Yeah. Um, Who knows? I think. Should we get into some thoughts and feelings on the Greasy Strangler? Brad, do you want? Oh, yeah. Gonna... Do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, if you'd like. Uh, the Greasy Strangler. It's it's a it's a film. It is. It's very greasy. It is. Uh, Not greasy enough, I think. There's there's some nice shots in it, to be fair. <laughs> oh, God, you, you're analysing the macro elements of the film. Because I don't think I can say much good about anything else. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't think there's been a time where I've actually felt so uncomfortable. Like, I will say, it is funny. Like, I did laugh. Like, it, was, it might just be my six-year-old sense of humour mm. that I've got locked up here. But I did laugh. It is funny. So, but... That's about it. Um, I mean, there are there are a lot of um, attempts in this movie to just completely blindside you. Yeah. Like for like the <laughs> the most vivid. I mean, like I said, this isn't the only ex, uh, example, but like one of the examples is he tries to like uh, Big Ronnie trying to hit on what's her name Janice. Janice, yeah. And then a park bench, and she's just like, "No, I think I'm in love with your brother," even though she's very into it. You can tell. And then she's like, "Oh no, I can't do this. I'm in love with your brother." She walks Son. off. Yeah, yeah, I'm in love with your son. And then she walks off. And then he walks off down these, this pile of stairs, and all of a sudden a spotlight hits him, and he just he starts, starts dancing. dancing. Yeah. And he go, that goes on for about a minute and a half with no real context as to why is that happening. It's almost like inspiration for the Joker, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then he just... And then the, it just all stops. The light, shut, the light shuts off, the music stops, and he just walks on. And then you see Janet just looking at him, just like... Oh. And they're just like, I thought you walked off. <laughs> I've just re- have we not? Well, I think we've set the half an hour timer. No, Shit. no. <laughs> or is this just going to be one of those episodes where it goes on for however long it needs to? Well, I feel like the people who listen to this episode are gonna. They should know what they're getting into. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have I got any more thoughts actually? While I'm there's jumping, there's an interesting mm. thing with like you know the use of repetition with the dialogue like how mm. many times is the is the phrase bullshit artist said yeah. in this yeah. thing and it never it's never really it never really flows but that's kind of the point yeah i'd like the part when um they've they've exhausted the line bullshit artist mm. so they have to resort to using other sorts of shit artists yeah such as cat shit lion shit duck shit penguin shit penguin shit king, king penguin, penguin shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i'm getting a faint whiff of something it's like I think what's good about it, it goes on almost too long oh, things yeah. like this. Yeah. But it it's it's like a tool where 
the first it happens for the first like three or four exchanges and you're like what the fuck's going on yeah and then you you become intrigued and then you're like you're in you're like entranced mm-hmm. by what the fuck's going on and I love when people try to get meaning from it when it clearly means nothing. No, no, no. I I I, I checked out. I do trying to do that like yeah. five minutes in. But then it goes on. It goes on past that where you you're interested. Then you're trying to get meaning, and then it's still going on. Yeah. And you just get this like existential crisis of going, "What am I doing here? What am I watching? Why does this exist?" So a question I did have just to go along the lines of that because I didn't understand it. Why? Why? did they die but they were watching them die yeah so i didn't like, understand that it's either. like the greasy strangler just this omni not omnipresent but this other figure i think so i think that's what it is i think it's best not to look into it no, <laughs> okay. so maybe maybe what it is the when he turns into the greasy strangler, oh well all the way through he never admits to being the greasy strangler he does at the very beginning of the movie he says you probably think i'm the greasy strangler yeah and he says that to everyone he meets no no he says it's like you probably think I am the Greasy Strangler. No, Dad. Well, I am the yeah, Greasy and then, Strangler. Yeah, but then he goes, Bullshit artist. And then he changes it again. Yeah. As if it was like... So maybe you could take that as he's not actually the Greasy Strangler, he's just a man who loves Greece. And the fact that these two people are separate from the... Gr- right, hang on. I've, just okay, got, you, I've got a new take oh, now. <laughs> right. So when Braden becomes another Greasy Strangler, now there's two Greasy Stranglers. Yeah. They kill Janet... Mm-hmm. And they kill Ricky Frickles. Yeah. Uh, but then we see him tied up on the cross as the normal self. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which could mean um, Big Ronnie, being the original Greasy Strangler, just believed that he was the Greasy Strangler and went around committing copycat murders mm-hmm. covered in grease. And as they're just normal people, they got arrested for killing people. <laughs> but the first few deaths that we've seen and then when we see the two Greasy Stranglers at the end watching the normal people get killed, maybe these are the real Greasy Stranglers looking at Braden and Ronnie who were pretending to be the Greasy Stranglers. Or maybe even these people on the stake aren't the Greasy Stranglers at all and they're just doppelgangers. I mean, I kind of... I mean... <laughs> There's a lot to digest. There, there is, but like my, my kind of interpretation was that it was like, all right, so they've both kind of fully embraced this persona. They mm. but like they both feel comfortable tell like because they both have each other now they're they're comfortable saying yeah I am the greasy strangler he's like hey dad I'm the greasy strangler too, and then that's just uh, I don't know like the them being uh, shot on the stake and then their heads exploding with confetti maybe that's just like a I don't know like a visual representation of them of their old selves dying and now they're just mm. like new people. So I was gonna say we'd literally see Ronnie like going through the car wash. Yeah. So I think yeah, what that, 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 that could link into the the copycat murders, mm. where the grease these two greasy stranglers that we see at the end are are this person and the permanently covered in grease, where <laughs> he covers himself in grease by choice, and then takes it all off. Oh, I mean, I was kind of when I first when I saw the the begin the opening well the opening uh death like murder scenes uh where you see the greasy strangler like you know going after the indian guy the uh the, the african guy and just the other guy yeah the indian guy in hot oh, pants and high heels what's what's the what's what are these chips made of porto that went that did go on too that it was on forever there was uh, probably about 15 times that he went porto and he's like can you say that one more time i did not hear you what are they made of porto but the, the amount of times he kept saying it and the the other two guys who were listening so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were getting increasingly worked up to the point where they were almost in tears trying to understand, like crying their eyes out in frustration trying to understand what he meant. Yeah. And then the one who was quiet next to him knew what it meant all along. He just went, I think he's trying to say potato. <laughs> and like, he goes, oh. oh. And then they all just... Potato like, chips. There's like 15 <laughs> close-ups of them all just nodding and smiling at each other. And then we and then he get, they all get killed. Yeah. <laughs> But um, like in the opening scene, like when when the Greasy Strangler like kills th- those three guys, and you can tell it's clearly Big Ronnie as yeah. the Greasy Strangler. I thought there was going to be like some sort of weird rope up where he's like, "Oh no, you thought he was the Greasy Strangler. He looks exactly like the Greasy Strangler, but he isn't." Well, maybe that's what the ending was. Though. That's what I'm trying yeah. to push. It probably means nothing. It probably doesn't. I was going to say we're probably thinking about it more than the director probably <laughs> did. Like we're trying to like rip it apart as film students, and the director was just like, "Fuck it." it I mean, funny. this is this is kind of not the kind of film to dissect <laughs> no, really it's not at, at all. all. Um, it, One thing I have got to say about it. Oh God. Um, do you not think it's quite amazing that this ever got made at all? Oh, I'm, it's I'm, it's astounding. The really. fact that Elijah Wood is a producer. Yeah. That I'm, fucking 
And so is Ben it's Wheatley. Amazing. Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't even catch his name. Yeah. What the fuck? So these high-profile people believed in it enough <laughs> to make it, and I believe in it as well. Well, I've got a question then, because uh, you used to be the facts and stats man. Can we have a look at the budget, please? Oh. I'm scared. Yeah, you can. Because <laughs> I feel like it's probably like twenty quid. Uh, uh, I don't know if there's a budget. Oh, that's good. There was no budget. <laughs> oh, what have I done? It was actually just a uni film. Jesus. Hang on. Talk about your favourite um, advert. Uh, it's got to be the gorilla on the drums for Cadbury's. I love that advert. I did a I did a, a version of that on on Facebook. Did you? Yeah. I've not seen it. Yeah, I won't. I will look for it. You, you probably shouldn't. But yeah, <laughs> my favourite is probably the one with the guy with who, who everything he touches turns into skittles. He's like. That's awesome. Is it awesome? Oh, yeah. Can you hold your baby boy in your arms? Did you get yourself dressed this morning? Yes. I didn't. <laughs> have you seen the band Skittles advert of like the two Yes, yeah. of course I have. Ooh, feel the goodness the guy just, or taste the, the goodness. The guy just jizzes Skittles. Skittles. On that would sk- hurt. Like, let's take a moment to think about Skittles coming out your penis. Reminds me of that scene from Bedtime Stories where it rains gunballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So <laughs> the... the the budget's not available anywhere. Oh shit! <laughs> but the oh, the box office. Yeah. If you can call it that. Sixty-seven thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I think worldwide that is. As well. And to be honest, yeah, I think it's fair to say that it made its money back. It probably did. Because like you look at the like the movie is so intentionally made to look cheap. Like I mean the fact that Big Ronnie never actually gives real money, it's always drawn yeah. in money. <laughs> People drawn on. But he, he first uses the currency on the blind man who runs the car wash. Yeah, so I was like, I oh that's, yeah, it that's makes clever. sense, yeah. But then he gives it to the hot dog yeah, vendor and, and like, the... he throws it on the floor and he's running after it like, oh shit, the money. So this is acceptable currency in this world. It's so ah, it's fucking gra- I just wish that I made this. It's just <laughs> well, that's unbelievable. The thing, because like we've worked like the, the four of us, we've worked uh, with each other for a while, and like you've you've been a pretty heavy creative influence on all mm. the films we've done, and I can tell exactly what you're trying to make when you, whenever I watch this, I'm just like, oh my god, this makes well, so it, much I, sense. You know what? I wouldn't even call it inspiration. It's one of them things where you you act in such a stupid, idiotic way, such as myself, for so long, <laughs> and then a film like this comes along after, and you're like, this, this speaks to me. Person's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Like, if I had a million pounds to run around and make some sort of film, this would be exactly what it would be. I can believe that. Oh, Jesus like, Christ. So, um, talking about talking about the, the, the whole thing with the greasy strangler, I think I couldn't I couldn't help but laugh at the idea that, like, you know, they're always naked when they don't have the grease yeah. on. But when they're the greasy strangler, you can tell they're wearing clothes yeah. underneath. And, like, you've got the big prosthetic dick hanging yeah. out. Like, it's just... And then Big Braden's got a very, very small, very red dick. Yeah. Both uh, prosthetics, you, you said, yeah. 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 Just like... Oh, it's, it's like paper mache almost, isn't it? It's... Like, what was your first opinion when you watched this for the very first time? I loved it. I absolutely adored it. I just thought... Right. Like, that's the main point that I made. is like, it's amazing that this got made. That's mm. the... I think what's made it worse is the fact of last week, Haxel Ridge. Mm. <laughs> Greasy Strangler. Yeah. Both Calm's picks. It's kind of like... In the middle of like Ad Astra and then Baywatch and then Mother. There's a bit of a there's a bit of a a leap, so to speak. But just yeah, a bit. I don't know. Yeah, like it, that's the thing with these kind of movies is like you know they're not necessarily the kind of stuff that you want to watch all the time. But every so every so, mm. every so often, if one of these comes around, like yeah, can appreciate it a bit. Can like, you? It's being described as a midnight movie, which is like I think we spoke about this before. Before I actually knew there was a real terminology for this. It's like when you just sat at home and Graham Norton's finished or whatever, and yeah. you're just going through the channels, and there's always a film on, and it's always something you've never heard of, yeah. such as Doug Soldiers, which is where I encountered that bag of wank. <laughs> this is the sort of thing that'd come on at like one o'clock on Channel Four, and you'd you'd sit, you'd read the synopsis of what the fuck it's about, and you just sit and watch it, and you'd be like, "What? What is going on?" <laughs> oh yeah, but I it's like, it's like mean. a fever dream. There it's... is a constant sense of like perplexed. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's like I think I said this last week. It's the it's everything I like, in in comedy, mm-hmm. and it's just it's turned up to the maximum it could ever be. So it's like such an exaggeration of me almost. <laughs> I think that's why I like it. Are you the greasy strangler? I am. Oh no! Bullshit artist. <laughs> oh god! It's also. Oh no! Another little 
it, it, it's good at world building, isn't it? Because you believe you're in this world. Yeah. I mean, from the sounds of things, it sounds like uh, Brayden's mom was the only rational character in the entire <laughs> yeah. movie, and she's not even in the movie. So, every business, the show, you've got the hot dog man, mm-hmm. um, the, the car, like, everyone owns a bucket of grease <laughs> that they keep somewhere in the business. Yeah. It's, it's really fucking odd. It's... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the only way to describe it. But it's it's. I don't know what how you two see this, but mm. I personally feel like I could write something like that very easily. I know oh, for a fact no, you could. Yeah, I know um, for a, yeah. And no, that's the thing. I think that it it probably would be pretty easy to mm. write and probably make this kind of stuff. I mean, there's a few things that I'm like not necessarily within our realms of um, abilities, like you know, with the special effects, mm. if you can call it that. Um, the, the like. I don't know. It's just it it, it does seem tangible. It does seem yeah. like doable. It, it but it's it's so out there. Like you it, like you said, it's amazing it got made because yeah. like who would finance this kind of movie? It's I oh, mean I the, sure the dedication uh, as well of the director to write this and then try and market it. Like if if I ever made anything like this, I would never in a million years think it would ever get made. So I don't even think I'd try. Yeah. But the fact that it exists. Yeah fills you with confidence that I could go on like let's put it this way ideal situation 20 years time the the new Quentin Tarantino you've got money to burn Martin Scorsese makes passion projects like silence and all that shit mm. <laughs> this would be my passion project I'd release a proper one then every few years something like this would appear there'd be no marketing <laughs> it'd just be in every cinema in the world people are like what is this and then directed by me at the end and they'd be like what and they're like trying to dissect it. You get like all these film critics going, "What? What does it mean? What was the the social economic status?" I was like, "Fuck off!" It's just people like with the heads, the head at the end, the head exploding with a horrific CGI confetti. It's oh, it's fantastic because uh, nothing happens to him to make the head explode. It just combusts. I mean, I feel like if, in that hypothetical scenario, you'd, um, I feel like you'd be trudging into like M Night Shyamalan territory. Like, you know, you're riding high, you're doing, like, all these great movies, and you make one shit one, and everybody, like, you know, pins that on you for the rest of your career. Oh, God. But, yeah. The ending shot's nice, of them on the beach. It's got really nice cinematography. It does, surprisingly so. I mean, like, there's some bits, like, like when um when they're walking on the beach and, the, like, the camera pans up, like, it's very, like, you know, janky. Um, yeah. But, it's yeah. Nice. To be honest, yeah, I kind of thought that the movie was going to end there on the beach, and then it just goes on for another mm. five minutes, like for no real reason. Yeah. Ratings? Unless we've got anything else to add. Um, I, f- I feel like there's more to say, but I just can't think of it. It's it just there's not. Re- I think the reason why I'm struggling to talk about it is that so much happens that never. I don't think there's one thing that happens in it, even down to the. The style of sex. <laughs> like, none of this has ever happened in real like life. Like this, Janet. Am I doing it right, Janet? He just says... Janet. He says that over and over again. She doesn't reply. Yeah. And she's just on top of him going to town in his little stump. <laughs> little nubbins. Nigel nubbins. <laughs> it, it, it makes you so uncomfortable, but yeah. it's fantastic. I just wish this was a fully-fledged genre and there was more things like it. Do I know the market of it's like probably like 2% of the world's population. <laughs> yeah. But if that 2% finds it, such as myself... <laughs> Like, love it. No, but like I uh, came across, um, you know, that like on YouTube, you know those uh, those YouTube channels that does like top ten mm. lists and shit like that. This movie came up on a list of top ten movies to watch when you're high. Yeah, well, yeah, I can, I, and I can see it. But like, do you do you have any idea? Like, you know, do you have any idea on the story of how the movie actually got made? Because I feel like there's some there's something interesting there. I have no idea it's because just... he made another one. But uh, like two years ago or one year ago, yeah, it was called an evening with Beverly Loughlin. Same sort of world where it was absolutely bizarre. The little Indian man was in it as well. He right. played Aubrey Plaza's brother, <laughs> and he just he pursued some guy for I think it was Jermaine Clements, and he just pursued him for money all the way through. But just by screaming in his face, it was enough for him to disappear. And he'd, but he'd keep coming back every day, and he'd just scream at him to fuck off. And he'd leave, and this was just like a subplot all the way through. It meant nothing, and he never got the money. And it was, it, it's not as good, it's nowhere near as good. And it, I think it tries too hard to be funny. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's, a, it's the world that I'm interested in. And I feel like if he keeps going with this, I'm there. I'm, I mean, I'm there. I mean, I mean, I mean the director's name, his name's Jim Hosking. I'm not, we're looking at a picture of him right now. 
looks like an odd fella, doesn't he? he yeah, he's very bizarre. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to be, I guess. Um, but, yeah. And the fact that, like, Elijah Wood, like, showed there up to is. all the, uh, to, 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 like, a lot of the marketing for it. He, like, he believes in it. Yeah, he as did. As you should. And Elijah Wood, he's a bit of an odd one, isn't he? He, he is, yeah. But don't you, uh, the big, big Ronnie, as yeah. seen on the screen, very odd looking man in general, isn't he? Yeah. Like, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. He's got a face that looks like a melting leather sofa. Yeah, Michael, in... Michael St. Michael's. Yeah. Has he been in anything? He definitely, else? he Definitely, probably has. He's about know. eighty, and he hasn't really done anything big, like massive. So he, so he's he's credited to twenty-one different things. Um, yeah, nothing really. Nothing really. I mean, <laughs> wow. um, no, no, this is worth mentioning. I'll be honest. No, yeah, like not literally none of it. <laughs> what about Braden? What's he in? He's in an evening with Beverly Loughlin. Um I think he's been in a bit more. But not really much. Under the Silver Lake, he's in that. That's a but he like every very small roles. I mean, it's quite a clever way to do it. They've got like people who are just cast as like a step up from extras, mm-hmm. and they've made a film around them. People, I think it works. And it's it's interesting if you look at the the script for this movie, and if you imagine if there were a bit if there were if the there were a bit more, I don't know, approachable people, mm. should we say, playing the main roles? The movie. <laughs> The movie would make it slightly more sense. Is that Craig Did I throw you there with that picture? Yeah, the picture of uh, Craig T. Robinson. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I, I don't know. There's reviews all over the place. To be honest, it's there he is again. <laughs> uh, there's yeah, there's it's all all I could ever say is just watch it <laughs> because you you could sit and talk about it all day long. There's so much to say about it, but it wouldn't do any justice. You just need to sit down. Take the batteries out of your remote and get someone to hide it so you can't touch it and just sit and watch it. It's only an hour and a half. Just take it in. It's only an then... hour and a half. It feels like three. Yeah. Um... yeah. In a good way for me. <laughs> it's... Oh, you just, just watch it, man. I just... I, I don't know. like Because the fact that this movie does go out of its way to make everybody watching it uncomfortable, it's 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 admirable. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's not something that I feel like I could watch again, no. to be honest. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither could I. Uh. How, how many times have you seen it? Now? You've seen it like four or five about times. Four or five times. Yeah. yeah. Shit, the fucking bed. <laughs> it, right. it provides inspiration for me. <laughs> Do you want to start off with your rating? I mean, I'm gonna cry when I hear what you two have to say. <laughs> this might be the first one that I ever get put in the ship bin, actually. Probably, yeah. Um, we never know. I, I think you need to take into account how. Uh, again, the, the fact that it got made is, is a very remarkable thing. And there's something to be said in that, whether you like it or not, this exists. Mm. And there's apparently an audience more yeah. than just me no, for all this. All £68,000 worth. Um, <laughs> Divide that by eight and you've got like, cinema tickets. <laughs> the cinematography uh-huh. is really nice. Mm-hmm. The the set design and the, the costumes and the colour palette is really nice as well. Mm. The there was On this watch, on the fifth go-around... There was part of it where I thought, this is a bit too much, this is a bit too long, this doesn't really land. And I feel like it could... It's almost like the script got written and they used the first draft and no one ever came in to go change that. It just went with whatever came out of his mind and he spewed yeah. it on the page. And I think that's a bad thing. And, you know, realistically, to judge it against other films, it should be about a, a five or a six. <laughs> but to judge it as its own entity, um, the entertainment it provides you and what it what it is as a whole it's a 10 out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> I mean we all saw it coming but like uh, I don't know like the, the I got really thrown I'll be honest with you because I turned I turned around to look at you when this scene happened I don't know if you knew why it was that I did it but um, it was a bit where he's eating the greasy hot dog and I was like, this reminds me of a scene that uh, you made me do in your experimental <laughs> film. And I was just like, holy shit. Um, Go on, give your rating, so I will do. Fire um, away, bud. So, I mean, like you said, it is it is astonishing that this movie got made, um, considering like a lot of other movies that get shelved or like, you know, mm. scripts like that. Um, it's admirable. It's, it's, it's wholly unique, I suppose. Um 
but it's not good. It's not. It's not a good movie. <laughs> and you know, like yes, I, it is. <laughs> fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna have to give it like uh, oh, no. a six point five. I'll give it a six point oh, five. That's a lot better than I was expecting. It's, like I said, it, it it was funny. I did laugh, and uh, I, like I did get what the movie was going for for a lot of it. But it's not something I want to sit through again. I think you've got like the shit films, like really shit, yeah. like unintentionally yeah, bad, like, yeah. made to be good, like such as National Lampoon's Dirty Movie, things yeah. like that. But then there's this, and there's a charm to it. There is, and a I charm. don't think it's necessarily bad. I did. I said this last episode. You're either going to love it or you're going to hate it. And it's it's not for everyone. It's literally for such a small, small, small amount of people. So, obviously, odds are, in this room, I'm the only one that likes it. Well, I mean, like I said, I liked it more than I was expecting. Mm. Like, I, I mean, you said it was either going to be a 2 or a 10. I was, when, I, when I started watching this movie, I was like, it's probably not going to be a 10. But it did win me over quite a bit mm. uh, in, in a lot of scenes. And like I said, there is a, like you said, there is a charm to it. Like yeah, it's just it's just so drawn out, Brad. Yeah, that's that's the only issue the drawn out stuff. Um, right, so it, it's on. I think nineteen. No, it's not on nineteen. Sixteen point five. Yeah, yeah. I'm sweating. <laughs> it's like I, I understand. Like it's got a little charm to it. Like I, did I feel say, like you hate it more than I, us. I laughed. I did laugh, but there are a lot of jokes that really yeah, got you. Like I, I. It's a re- it is a really funny film, and if you take that in the granted, it does boost it up in points for me because I did laugh, and I wasn't laughing unintentionally. Like there wasn't bits happening where it was like, "Oh, that's that's shit." I'm gonna laugh. It was kind of like the joke, so it was really good that way. The acting reminded me of the favorite, well, like that's intentionally it, yeah, that's shit. It. I don't think the favorite was intentionally shit. No, but the you know, you know what style. I mean. You know what I mean when I say that. This is what I mean. Now you can see all my influences. <laughs> and I'm tossing up between, like, going in between two numbers, and I think one's too high and then one's too low, so I'm just going to go for in the middle. And I've done the maths. It's 5.5, so put it in the good bin. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> He's done it again! Like the Shawshank Redemption. I chiseled my way out of that fucking shit bin. Oh, no. Mate, you're in by the scrape of your teeth. It's oh god my oh it, it it's the Greasy Strangler is a good film. <laughs> you did it first. You did it first. I don't know. Like it's just uh, I was I was so perplexed by this movie, and there were so many scenes where I, like I saw what they were joking about, and I was just I was just I was just sat there like you know like hand to my chin, just going <laughs> just like chuckling to myself. It's it's an experience that I feel like you need to put yourself through. Whether you love it or hate it, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, it's it's it, like I said, it's it's hopefully unique. It shows you what cinema can be. <laughs> oh. Oh dear. Did you like it, Lucy? I'm not sure. To be what 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 is your rating? Do you have... rating? Oh, come on, Mike. Come on, She's. I think she sounds better as a side character just over there. All right, go go back. We can hear you. It it makes sense. It sticks to the theme. Okay, cool. Um, do you want a description or just want the uh, you can give yourself Brad, some quick Brad thoughts. Up, Brad it up, yeah. Okay, so um, it's an interesting watch, <laughs> to say the least. Um, there are good and bad parts equally, but weirdly. You sound terrifying. Hang on, no, there's a butt. Listen to this butt. I think I liked it. <laughs> think, think you liked it. So my rating is a six. Uh, okay. What do you mean with a six? What did you because give it? Five point five. He didn't like it. Did you like it? It it's because I was looking at my rings and I thought I gave Hacksaw Ridge a seven. I can't give Breezy Strangler a seven. But is it? It is a seven. It's a six. spiritual seven in Lucy's spiritual mind. Seven, but I've gone for six. What did you give Low actually? Well, actually, I haven't rated it recently. Actually, it's like a ten. If you it's give if you give that anything higher than a six, what did re-rate Love actually? Uh, well, I've just looked on Letterbox. You give it a one. You give it a two and a half. <laughs> uh, but on Cine Joe's. Uh, I don't think we were that nice. No, but I don't... Uh, 6.5, 5 and 5. Okay, so that Oh, was... I was nicer, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't remember me being that nice. No. Do you want to change our love, actually? No, right? shut up. <laughs> right then. So rude. Um, any, anyone got any weird celebrity anecdotes? Uh, uh, I met one of the hairy bikers one time. Which one? Uh, the one with the hair. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> He's the worst one. He's the dick. The yeah. grey one. Yeah. Um, when I was at primary school, 
Chris Tarrant, host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, came to visit because he was doing a documentary on naughty children. I, I wasn't the subject. So he went to Middlesbrough. He would keep Middlesbrough, <laughs> and he we were, we had a we had singing class in the in the hall. Oh shit! And there was a song that used to name celebrities, like quite an offensive song for celebrities, because it'd take on like some of the bad traits right. of the celebrity, and you'd have to like Robert act Danny them out in the Gina song. With a drug yeah, Mark Richard Wahlberg Hammond crashes all his cars. Mark Wahlberg poking a Vietnamese man's eyes out with a stick. <laughs> that happened. It's a real thing. He's not a nice man. Yeah. <laughs> so she put in a line about Chris Tarrant because he was there, not expecting him to be like see it, just more of a celebration. And he walked through the room. Oh no. And we were all singing a song about, and he has this weird laugh that he does, and that was the I'm not going to do it because it'll <laughs> take me back. And that was what. So he walked in the room while like about 200 school children imitating his laugh. Oh my god. And he was quite embarrassed. But he reacted to this by just dancing through the room in a really like dad dance oh, way. Oh god, that sounds so awkward. And Jesus. Uh, now he makes documentaries about train tracks in India. Well, I've got a funny one. Uh, Anik, where I'm from, we pissed off the Queen. <laughs> Were you involved? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> like, co- got his no, tail out, get out of here, Queen. I can't remember what what tour it was, but she was touring around Britain or some shit <laughs> the like that. The, the Queen, <laughs> she was the Queen. No, no, different Queen. You buy the T-shirt with all the dates on the back. <laughs> yeah, which, and, um, which she belted out. Who wants to live forever? She was she was with Alan Shearer, right? Okay. And what everyone? <laughs> Are you sure you actually sh- met them? Are you sure they I weren't just you not, like, wasn't just Alan Shearer's mum? <laughs> Going through like the Anik Town Centre. Do you want to come and see where <laughs> Harry Potter was made, Mum? <laughs> she went into the castle. Hi, son, hi. And uh, we all like were shouting Shira, Shira, and then like four bodyguards came over and were like, "The Queen is here. We do not respect that." And we're just like, "Oh, sorry, Elizabeth." <laughs> so we all kind of just silent. We weren't even like clapping as the queen just walked by and did a little wave. Ah, oh, she did the spoon. Hello. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who the fuck was that? You should have started another chant for her. What Something like I don't know, just spitballing. Stand up if you killed your daughter-in-law. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. Can we say that? Mm. I don't think she can stand up. Sorry. Allegedly. <laughs> there we go. We're covered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Speaking of allegedly, any other? Up in the air, uh, mysteries that yet to be solved, but yet everybody knows who did it. Such as? Madeleine McCann. Oh. Mm, the, allegedly the parents. Yeah, allegedly oh. the parents. There's a lot of theories to that. Yeah. Oh. But that's a rabbit hole, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Madeleine McCann faked the moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> that's an image. <laughs> she wasn't even born then. I don't know why I thought for a second there, did she? <laughs> is that Really? <laughs> is it I, did, I didn't know that. <laughs> a talented director. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> I don't think is, is there anything else on our, on our agenda is there anything else on our agenda uh, I guess discussing the oh, next, next movie um, if anyone in this room would be <laughs> if you say anything about me if, please don't it's got, I mean it is you obviously <laughs> if anyone in this room was going to be radicalised it, it would be Bradley <laughs> I just feel like you're very weak minded <laughs> and if a man was to mess you on the internet and say what can I say that's allowed Oh, message you and hello Bradley would you like to come and join a caliphate where we <laughs> we we serve a higher power and all in the name of getting to heaven you'd say yes because I mean let's be honest 72 Callum. virgins waiting for you <laughs> you'd be there I mean let's be honest Callum you've basically been radicalising Brad for the last year and a half yeah basically but Marvel was radicalising for the past 10 years oh, 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 allegedly oh, oh. <laughs> I, I still very much enjoy Marvel. Uh, he's, exactly. He's still brainwashed. I'm st- I'm, I will forever be What is it? Is it Berlin Syndrome? <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm Berlin Syndrome is yeah. a film star in Theresa Palmer. <laughs> uh, next week's film? Yeah, let's get let's get into that. Uh, uh, we even don't even know what it is. I mean, I do. He does. Oh, I literally said it he told, he, I know? he told me like half like half an hour before we recorded it. He just listening, apparently. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, get, get ready. I'm going to remember when you say it and it's going to disappoint me immensely, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, it will do, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I think it was one of the earlier... I think it might have been the Joker episode. I oh, asked you if you'd seen this film. No. And you were like, no, I haven't. And it's kind of been on my list to like, let's get Calm to watch this, see what his opinions are. I, I think you might like it. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, 
So, linking yeah, in with I know Joker, what it is. It's the Dark Knight. Mm. Yeah. Where we're going to see another version of the Joker. Yeah. Which, no doubt, you'll still fucking hate because you hated... Uh, the one that everyone likes because he died. So they took pity on him. Give him the Oscar. Well, you haven't seen the movie, so you don't know, do you? Yeah, you might, you might actually like it. Him. Do you mind? Fucking shut up. You just sound like you're talking to yourself. I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, no, I swear, up. I heard that through the mic. <laughs> I swear, I heard that through the mic. So. Imagine that we just discovered that like Brad has bipolar. <laughs> that was uh, Bradley shouting at a small, defenseless old woman. No, as she no, past. I wasn't. I promise. I'm no, it was. Guy. No, it was. Right I hate then, you. should we finish this? Yep. Like. Any any lasting points? <laughs> Brad's drinking a bottle of baby oil. I've just noticed that it's quite weird. It's actipis. Oh my god! Right then, let's leave. Let me look at that. How do you say that? He's got this thing where he likes to go into a shop and he'll he'll look at the drinks and he'll be like, hmm, Evian, Highland oh. Spring, <laughs> Tesco's own. What what else is the what? Perina? No, that's a that's a cat food. Smart uh, water. Yeah. All of this, you'd be like, no, none of that, none of that cheap, sustainable, acceptable water. No, no. I'm gonna go for all this weird shit in the corner. That's about five pound. Jaden Smith's water that just, comes in a box, and I just want to raise my hand for something. Acti pH. I didn't pick this. This was Lucy. <laughs> It's the motion carries though, doesn't it? Yeah. Because you've for done it in other, the past. For other points, you used yeah. to drink out of a bottle that looked like a Redox bottle. Yeah, yeah. I still do. Well, there you go. That was did, not proper water. Did you ever drink the Voss water? Or the f- I've not tried it, but it's are on you, my list. Are you gonna it's try on the- my list. It's on my list of waters. Yeah. I mean, I mean, people like we, we have lists of movies that movies that we want to watch. Yeah. You have lists of I've water. You have you ticked drink. off tap yet? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm some sort of pagan. Have you tried the Sunderland water? Yeah, it's not nice. No, it's not we're under rain. From the bourgeoisie. <laughs> you are the bourgeoisie. Every sentence you say is poetry. Shut right, take us on, Sam. Don't like him. Don't like him anymore. You oh, stupid God. fucking shit water. <laughs> Fuck yourself. You're in right. my personal bubble right now. Do you right. mind fucking tune in tune in next week? We'll see if uh, Brad's che- tra- checked out the Fiji water. Um Might do. Who yeah. knows? We're cover- we're covering the the Dark Knight next week. Uh, goodbye. Wagwan. I am, I am Sam Donnelly. <laughs> no, you're not. You need, you forgot that bit. It's my favourite part of the they show. They fucking know, don't they? No, they oh, don't. Right, fine. All right, I'm Sam. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> well, good for fucking you. And I'm, I'm Brad Headley, the man of the. Right, yeah, the he's Brad Headley. Right, shut up. Let's go. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Watch the Greasy Strangler. Or don't. No, do it. Yeah, do it. Fuck it, why not? Have a laugh. Alright, good night. Bye.